And I'm Matt. And this is Too Much Film School. This episode we're going to talk about the newest trailer for The Dictator. I want to say the first trailer I saw, the first couple of trailers I saw, just showed him as a crazy, uh, you know, Middle Eastern dictator going around doing, you know, crazy stuff with lots of money. And, uh, like, Throwing ashes on Ryan Seacrest. Right. And I was like, oh, it's, it's like Borat, except that he has lots of money. And like, yeah, you know, it's funny-ish. The latest trailer shows there's actually a storyline to it. Which is a little disappointing. <laughs> right. I originally, I didn't see, I think, the Super Bowl one, but I saw the ads for it and saw him doing his Ryan Seacrest stunt and thought, oh, this could be funny. It's some more of the real-life interaction with people and things as the character out in the real world. But looking at this trailer, I am less excited about it. Yeah. Uh, in, in this trailer, it, it shows... John C. Riley uh, basically steals uh, the dictator's identity, not to use himself as in the usual sense. He just Actually, robs him of his identity. You saying that makes me wonder if they put an imposter in his place. Probably. When he's trying to get in the UN, I'm like, they would know he's missing, and he would show up here and say, that's me, just without the beard, but they right. might have a stand-in. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that there's some plot going on there. Uh, but then now he has to survive in New York without all of his money and service and stuff, like like... Kind of like Dan Aykroyd's character in Trading Places. Yeah, or if you've seen Life Stinks, I think Mel Brooks is a millionaire who makes a bet that he can go out and live on the streets. Yeah, and you just you add in the uh, the language barrier and the he everyone thinks he's a terrorist on top of that, um, which is ironic. Like it's 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 a funny gag. He speaks in whatever made up language that they have. And he says, let's go see the fireworks above the Statue of Liberty. But all the Americans hear is, Statue of Liberty! And they're like, oh no, he's a terrorist. And we're laughing at the American xenophobia. Except that he's an evil dictator who is trying to kill Americans. Actually probably a terrorist. Right, so it's actually correct. So I don't know what political statement they're trying to make with that. moral judgment is. (laughs) Americans overreact, and they're right. Um... Sometimes they are. Yeah, it has elements, like you said, trading places, life stinks. I also felt it was a bit like you don't mess with the Zohan just for, oh, I'm doing a funny voice for Middle Eastern guy and trying to fit in New York. Right, and uh, has has abilities and powers beyond what everyone else gives him credit for. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, it, but it doesn't really feel like a, a mashup of random things to me. I mean, like, it, you can you can identify these elements, but it... It doesn't feel like a rip-off of any of those. They're all kind of the same genre of comedy, like the fish out of water. Yes. And so they're following the same beats and format, but they're newer jokes. I actually really like the uh, beginning where he's in the Wadzian games and shoots and then <laughs> shoots the other people in the legs and then has them bring the <laughs> right. line closer. So like th- that and I think the Statue of Liberty part are the funniest parts I found in the... Uh, trailer like when Anna Ferris shows up I started thinking oh they're gonna try and actually make it a romantic comedy or have a subplot and that's just not interesting to well, me. Well here's the funny thing about the romantic subplot. There is a book that was published in Iraq in 2000 called Zabiba and the King and they it was published anonymously but the general wisdom is that this book was written by Saddam Hussein himself nice. or at least uh, he told people what to write and Sasha Baron Cohen got a hold of this book and read it and said, this is so ridiculous. And it, 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 the plot is essentially a, a, a king loses his power for some through some mix-up and falls in love with a common woman. Like, Sasha Baron Cohen is like, we're going to make this and, and point out how ridiculous 
Saddam Hussein was in his, in his mania. Ghost writing his own book that is about himself. Right. And how great of a genuine guy is that even if he lost all his money and everything through some intervention by maybe another power, right. uh, he would <laughs> win over the hearts of the common people. Right. It's not a view that you would normally see in movies, I guess. Right. As goofy as it is, it does seem like they're talking about a number of issues that you wouldn't normally see in movies, and I, I think that might be worth encouraging. I could see it being interesting from a cultural perspective like that, and having a number of good jokes, so I'll see what I'm doing the week comes <laughs> out, and maybe go see it, but it's not what I'm going to make a beeline for, just because the storyline and things that are kind of hackneyed, I feel like are sapping some of the energy that Borat might have had, where it's its own format, and he's just doing almost bits and jokes like he did on his show. I actually really liked Dolly G show and the character Borat. Then he did Bruno and it was a bit more contrived. Uh, so now I'm wondering where this is going to fall. Yeah, so this one is its clearly not the uh, I'm going to go into reality while playing a character and we're going to film it and see how real people react. Like, there's a plot in the story, and uh, but he's still playing that kind of character. So maybe I'm optimistic, which we come across this in a lot of the trailer <laughs> episodes, but I... I feel like it might be the best of both. I Yeah, I have hope for it because I have seen other comics come out of their very specific genre or format and then go to what this feels like being a big Hollywood movie where it's not their specific brand. Like Adam Sandler, I mentioned, don't mess with the Zohan, but he had just go with it. And like everything he makes nowadays doesn't feel like Billy Madison right. or... Uh, Happy Gilmore, where it was clearly his Saturday Night Live level of comedy. They're now just more like Hollywood scripts that, oh, Adam Sandler happens to be in it. Or Ricky Gervais, who did The Office and things, and then came over and did uh, Ghost World, or right, so. that, The Invention of Lying. Things where it feels like their brand is getting diluted by Hollywood. And they're like, okay, I'll cash a check and do this. I'm hoping that's not this for Sasha Baron Cohen. I hope so as well. That's it for this episode. Tune in next time for a longer, full-length episode. See you then.